0: What do the advanced stats tell us about Calvin Ridley without Julio Jones? Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline tells you right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome back, everybody. Make sure you are following Jacob Gibbs on Twitter. I know there's a num- number in there, and there's like an underscore. At JA Gibbs, what is it?
1: Underscore two three. He okay. almost got it <laughs> at
0: J a Gibbs underscore two, three for Don Mattingly. I am sure. Uh, he's going to tell you about Calvin Ridley. Hope you enjoyed the AJ Brown breakdown on Thursday. Let's start with Calvin Ridley and his targets, basically what we saw with him without Julio Jones last year.
1: Yeah. So calculating the splits without Julio are, it's a little bit messy because there were games where both Julio and Ridley started and left with injury, but this actually provides a great use case. Once again, for targets per route run. Um, So only Devontae Adams was targeted at a higher rate than Ridley was um, with Julio off the field in 2020. Um, In games that both receivers played at least 70% of the snap, um, Ridley's target per hour run rate was 22%, which is like good, especially for someone who's running such deep routes. Um, But in games that Julio was out or didn't play um, at least 70% of the snaps, his target per hour run rate was up to 27%. Um, For reference, that's the difference between Cole Beasley at 22% and like Stefan Diggs, like no, Devonte Adams was the only player in the NFL with a target per run rate above 27%. So that's obviously really exciting.
0: Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is really exciting. And I'm super excited about Calvin Ridley. Uh, I would like to know what types of targets though, was he receiving?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So not, not all targets are created equal. Um, It's obviously impressive to, to see his target per outrun rate all the way up to 27%. Um, but really what makes it unbelievable is the types of targets he's seeing. He is running much deeper routes than um, most of the receivers that are going to be targeted above that 25% you know per route run rate. Um his average depth of target in 2020 was 10.2 yards. Um so compared to Adams, the only guy who had a higher you know TPRR rate, his was 7.9. That's a huge difference. Um the only like no other player had an A dot above 10 yards and a target per route run rate that was even above 20%. The next highest, I think, was Mike Evans at like nineteen point six percent. So really, for what, what for him to do that to be targeted at such a high rate while running such deep routes is really unprecedented.
0: It is interesting. It also, you know, it could be a could be a low catch situation, I guess, or yeah. low catch in in terms of the other elite wide receivers might be kind of like a Tyreek Hill situation. Not going to have as many catches as. Michael Thomas or something like that, but hopefully more touchdowns or something. Um, and finally, you I mean, put it all together. And what does it mean for for Calvin Ridley?
1: Right. You had lots of targets with a high a dot and you just get massive amounts of air yards. Um, and, you know, we saw him lead the league in air yards last year. Um, but like with Julio out of the picture, he can conceivably just eat up as much target and air yard volume as he can stomach. Like this is a Falcons team. That you look at the offensive personnel, they're probably going to remain pass-heavy and downfield-oriented in the way they're attacking, and the game script is likely to dictate that as well. Um, just looking at their defense, um, if I'm betting on who's going to lead the the league in air yards of 2021, it's it's Ridley, and it's not even there's no one else really even the discussion. Um, in games that he shared the field with Julio, his um, air yard. Um, market share was 36%. So he accounted for 36% of Atlanta's air yards in the games played with Julio, which is actually pretty impressive. Um, But in games played without Julio, his air yard market share was 51%, which is just silly. Uh, I think the league leader last year was 44%. Um, So I, I don't know if we can expect that over the course of a full season, Um, but if he does, if he really does have over 51% of their air yards, it's going to be a record setting year for
0: Ridley. So I know you moved AJ Brown down to wide receiver eight for you. Where do you have Calvin Ridley?
1: I've got him at wide receiver three right now. Um, and I think you, I think you can make a case for him being wide receiver one. If you know, Aaron Rodgers ends up not playing for green Bay. Um, I, I think the sky is the limit with, with this type of volume, um, I don't, I don't want to draft him as if he's going to have a 51% yard market share, but just knowing that that is a possibility, I think he definitely is deserving of a top three, top five, at, at the very least, uh, wide receiver ranking.
0: Yeah, I think it's a little hard to differentiate between Diggs, Hopkins, Ridley, uh, even Tyreek Hill. I know everybody's taking him too, but he's been a pretty yeah. streaky player, but they're all so good. Um, he's got to be in that discussion. So I'm glad you agree, because I had been saying wide receiver three as well. Uh, <laughs> glad Jacob is uh, is making me feel less uh, less crazy about that. Thank you all <laughs> so much for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Jacob's gonna come hop back on uh, to Fantasy Football Today and five with more player profiles later on in the off season, and uh, we will talk to you on Monday.